You are listening to a sermon from the Mulvane Church of Christ in Mulvane, Kansas. Subscribe in your favorite podcatching app or find and listen to any sermon online at mulvanechurch.com slash sermons. Psalm 3. We note this psalm has, just above the text in verse 1, in most translations and most printings, in a slightly different type. It says, a psalm of David when he fled from Absalom his son. Now, we aren't 100% sure that these titles are genuine and have always existed with the psalms. But we are sure that these exact same headings are in the Septuagint version. So these headings uh, existed as, as, as these words 300 years before the time of Christ. So I take them as genuine. So if you see these, uh, if you see these words, a Psalm of David, or in the next one, to the choir master, I'm going to take these as genuine. They are very certainly ancient, uh, uh, several hundred years older than the New Testament at a bare minimum, probably original. Now, in your printing of the Bible, your your translation may or may not have chapter headings and psalm headings. So this one. This, this uh, printing has the heading above the psalm, Save me, O my God, which is from verse 7. These headings and summaries, these are whatever the publishers want. So they're not ancient. They're probably pretty good, but they're not ancient, and they've, they've, they've never for long been at, uh, attached to the text. But uh, these little headings, uh, such as in, if you, if you do have them, and you notice what kind of type that is, and it'll be consistent through the psalms in your printing. A psalm of David, when he fled from Absalom, his son, will take it that that's the situation. David was being mocked by his enemies as one who trusted in God. Now, we wouldn't think that Absalom's rebellion would necessarily have been an attack on the faithfulness of David or, on a, uh, or mocking David for believing. Because what should David's sons have been taught to do? And the people he's leading, he's going to try and lead them as, you know, the Lord's anointed. But what we find is there was a whole bunch of rabble in Absalom's rebellion, even though Absalom was allowed to be uh, lifted up to the place he was as a direct punishment. It was prophesied it would happen. So Absalom was lifted up as an instrument of chastisement against David but there were many ungodly among them who followed. So we see God using the ungodly as a chastisement in this case uh, against the righteous. And man, when that happens, like read when Habakkuk has to deal with that situation, it just, it really makes us wonder. But God does do that and we should know it. So just because someone is chastising the righteous that doesn't mean that they're righteous themselves. It might mean that they'll be subject to judgment soon, as those who followed Absalom were. So the psalm, Psalm 3, O Lord, that's Jehovah, how many are my foes? Many are rising against me. Many are saying of my soul, there is no salvation for him and God. This seemed to hurt David more than the fact that he's fleeing to the wilderness by his own son's sword. But you, O Jehovah, O Lord, are a shield about me, my glory and the lifter of my head. 
As you go through the Psalms, notice how many things God is to us. Famously, a sword, a shield, a buckler, a rock, a fortress, a redeemer. In this passage, a shield, a glory, and a lifter of my head. I cried aloud to the Lord, and he answered me from his holy hill. I lay down and slept. Imagine sleeping while fleeing your enemy. Staying out in temporary places, staying in the wilderness, just trying to put some distance between you and their swords and, and horses, and still he could sleep. I woke again, for the Lord sustained me. You're in full flight from your capital city, and you lie down to rest, and you wonder, are you going to wake up again? Yes, he woke up again. He woke up sustained and refreshed. I will not be afraid of many thousands of people who set themselves against me all around. Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God. For you strike all my enemies on the cheek, and you break the teeth of the wicked. And that's what God eventually did. God sustained David, and he broke the, the charge of those who were against him. And David was greatly grieved that it was because of the death of his son Absalom, and he cried in agony and grief when his son died. But it did check this impulse of the wicked. We also note in verse 7, Save me, O my God. So many times, if we just hear, because it's been so casually, commonly misused, we just hear the words, oh my God, we think, oh, well, don't say that. No, say that. But say that, in, say that respectfully, say that reverently, say that in a, in a plaintive cry to the one who is your God and my God. Save me, oh my God. And then verse 8, this is why he says, because salvation belongs to the Lord. Another thing to note in Psalms is find out how many things belong to the Lord. What the Lord is and what belongs to the Lord. Salvation belongs to the Lord. In the Proverbs, victory belongs to the Lord. So salvation belongs to the Lord. Your blessing be on your people. And so David trusted that God would bless the right people, his people, the faithful people. What a mixture at this time in Israel. So all these, this rabble had assembled around Absalom, but also we know a lot of good and righteous people were caught up in it too. And it was a purposeful chastisement of David that God allowed David to be overthrown temporarily and sent to the wilderness. For David would be, in the end, salvation and blessing. But also we note the conciliatory note that in that history David was toward those who did rebel because he knew it was of the Lord. He knew it was to punish him for that which he did, as the Lord had prophesied. And he asked his people, God's people, the ones that he would lead again soon, to be blessed. And so, I doubt we've had as many nights, or very many nights, that are as bad as David's when he's sleeping in the wilderness and his son's army is pursuing him. I've had some bad days with the kids, but nothing like that yet. But even in the worst day, what do you do? You, assist, you recognize God's sustenance. You turn to him as your shield, verse 3, your glory, and the one who will lift your head, knowing, verse 8, salvation belongs to him, and he will bless his people. Thank you for listening to this sermon from the Malvane Church of Christ. Additional sermons and information available at malvanechurch.com. Come see what a difference the Bible way makes.